Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Wow. That's a crazy start to the Monday show. Hey, everybody. Uh, breaking news you heard there. Thankfully, the president is okay, but that was a scary couple of minutes where the president was doing the coronavirus task force briefing. Secret Service comes out and was like, uh, we need you for a second, sir. Then they <laughs> locked the briefing room. Uh, apparently, there was a shooter outside, uh, and everything's okay. The president's back up there. He's continuing his uh, coronavirus task force briefing. We are streaming that briefing, by the way, live on WSBRadio.com and the WSB Radio app. If you'd prefer to listen to that, uh, I would think you'd rather listen to Millennial Match Game, though, because that's where we're kicking off. What are, you, what are you saying, Chuck? Look at your screen. I need one more contestant. Somebody dropped it. Oh, we need one more contestant. I'm sorry. Chuck just gave me the middle finger. No, a finger. <laughs> I need one more contestant to play Millennial Match Game. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Let's play Millennial Match Game. All right, joining us live with Secret Service Protection, it's the queen of Millennial Match Game, Randy from the Digital Desk. How are you, Randy Pants? Hey, Mark. What's going on, everybody? Hey, listen, I don't know if you saw, but we got this huge new COVID testing site down at the airport. Uh, I expect you to be there tomorrow morning. Um, or whatever. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, have you seen Randy's Instagram hey, story? Yes, yes. I thought I, I thought I was the only one, but I thought no, I was just. It's enough. like spring break 2014 yeah. here for Randy, just yeah, going out every night, everywhere. Anyway, that is not true, America. A- He's not telling you. Anyway, stay safe, Randy. I'm glad you're uh, you're socially distanced from the Mark Aram Show crew because you definitely have the rota. All right, let's meet our contestants. Oh we'll see. Uh, let's meet our contestants on the air. Uh, Tanner joins us from Vinings. Tanner, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Uh, what's up, y'all? I am Tanner. I'm 25 years old, and I work in logistics, but from home. Oh, all right. So Tanner is a millennial. That might give him a little advantage in millennial match game. You're going to be playing against Blake. Blake, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, my name is Blake. 42 years old. I'm a plastics engineer, and I'm currently down in Macon working. Oh, excellent. Well, thank you for joining us. Way down Macon way. Uh, tonight's millennial match game, as always, brought to you by... Rocco's European Garage. Uh, today's category, I'm getting some feedback from somebody, is commercial taglines. So I'm going to say a commercial tagline, guys. You don't need to know what the product is. You just have to guess whether or not Randy the Millennial know. Very simple, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Good. Here we go, Tanner. This You're up first. Uh, this slogan is the Uncola. Ah... That's the tagline. What's the product? Well, Millennial Randy know the Uncola. Ah, definitely not. Randy, what product is that? Randy. Yes, the Uncola. Okay, let's see, Uncola. So it's not Coca Cola. Is it not just? Is it Uncola? That's the product. Yes. Uncola. Yes. 
That's the product. That's the name. The, that is not the name. The 7-Up. Oh. Oh. 7-Up is the oh, Uncola. Wow. Yeah. Stay focused here, Randy. All right, Blake, real quick, uh, commercial taglines. This tagline is, don't leave home without it. Don't leave home without it. Well, Millennial Randy know what product that is. Oh, man. Randy, don't let me down. I'm going to go with yes. Randy, don't leave home without it. What's that for? Don't leave home without it. Uh, uh. Okay, I want to say underwear, but I know it's not underwear. Um, don't leave home. Oh, 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 it's a card. It's a card. It's um, 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 uh, American Express. Don't leave home without it. That is American oh. Express. <laughs> Randy, I don't know. I'm getting some crazy feedback. You got you got a speaker up somewhere? You, you, no, that's you not live even... streaming this ish? I, no, sir. I actually have it on mute every time I'm not talking. All right, very good. Uh, end around one a millennial match game. We're tied up one one. Chandler, here we go. This commercial tagline is simple. Have it your way. Have it your way. Well, millennial Randy, know what uh, product says? Have it your way. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say yes. I would be surprised if you didn't. Randy, have it your way. Burger King. Have it your way. I don't think I would have gotten that. As much as a fast food guy as I am. Really? Yeah, You're I don't know. That. Where's the beef guy? Yeah, I don't I have it your way. Maybe. That is that that's not current though, right? That's yeah. an older one. Is it? I don't know. I guess I've been a burger in a while. All right, Blake, you're up. Uh this commercial tagline is please don't squeeze the blank. Please don't squeeze the blank. Will Millennial Randy know what product that's for? Man, I think so. Randy, please don't squeeze the um, <laughs> please don't squeeze. Um, that is so weird. What do you not want to squeeze? Um, big husky. Exactly. Don't want. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Forgive my dog. Um. Oh, child. What you don't want to squeeze? Uh, some kind of food? No, some that'll break. I don't know that one. Please don't squeeze the. Sh don't squeeze the Charmin, Randy. Come on, that's so old. Don't, it is so old. Don't <laughs> squeeze the Charmin. All right. Uh, Tanner's up. This is a tough one, Tanner. I'm not going to tell you she's not going to get this, but she's not going to get this. The tagline is, you're soaking in it. You're soaking in it. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to make sure. I'm asking. The question is, does she know it? Correct. You're soaking uh, in it. No way. Yeah, there's no chance. When in doubt, the money doesn't know. Randy, you're oh, soaking God. in it. What are you soaking? <laughs> what are you, okay, what so are you soaking? You soak in the tub. You soak in sweat. Um, so, oh, soak, soak, soak. Something you can soak like a, um, like, like a, like a, like a dish. Um, oh, maybe it's a detergent. Is it a detergent? You're soaking in it. Paul Olive. I don't know. Are we giving her that, Deborah Green? <laughs> it is soap. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> it's not a detergent. No, it's not washing clothes. Chuck says no. All right. Chuck <laughs> says no. All right, Blake, you're up. Uh, ooh, this is a good one. No offense, Randy. You ready? Whatever. This commercial tagline is, the other white meat, taste what's next. The other white meat, taste what's next. What do you think, Blake? Will Millennial Randy know what that's for? God almighty. Should I say yes? Should I say no? Uh, let's go with yes. This, yeah. This is a pretty easy one. I, 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 think, she'll, I think she'll get this. Uh, the other white what? meat. Taste what's next, Randy. What's the other white meat? Okay, well, it's not dark meat. I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that's not the product. So, yes. um, the other, what's another white meat? Well, fish isn't really meat. Is it meat? Uh, no, let's go with, let's go with, uh, um, uh, pork? Pork. The other pork white is a white meat. Taste 
least face the other white meat, Randy. You got, oh, you got it. it right. Yeah, it is pork. Good job. Uh, end of round two of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? We've got Tanner with three and Blake with two. All right, Tanner, you're up. Millennial Match Game commercial tagline edition. This commercial tagline will be told after... No, we're not breaking yet, Longoria. I just... I just wanted a scoreboard check. I'm sorry. No, we, we still got a couple minutes. Here we go. Uh, Tanner's up. Tanner, this commercial tagline is, ho, ho, ho. Randy the Millennial, will she know what product has the tagline, ho, ho, ho? Uh, I wouldn't specify Santa Claus as an exact product, so otherwise I'm going to say no. Hmm. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Randy, what product is, ho, ho, ho? Green Giant. <laughs> That's right, Green Giant. I don't. Th- I think Tanner doesn't know that because he's a millennial. He did, not. did you know that? That's the Green Giant uh, tagline. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I think he only gets organic, locally sourced vegetables. Exactly right. He he's in a, a home farm culture with Yamamoto, so he doesn't buy the canned vegetables. All right, Blake, you're up, buddy. Uh, this is a this is a violent uh, tagline. Kills them dead. Kills them dead. Will Millennial Randy know what product has that tagline? Kills them dead. Dead. Uh, man, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, Lord, I'm, I'm wishy. Uh, let's go with no. It's <laughs> uh, a tough one. I, I flip a coin on this one. Randy, what product kills them dead? See, he should have got it. He should have chose the right answer. That is Raid. Kills them dead. That's right, Raid. Good job. All right, Tanner, real quick before the break, this commercial tagline is, when it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. Will Millennial Randy know what tagline that product is for? Oh, God. I'm going to say no. My gut says no. I'm with you on that one. Randy, when it rains, it pours, buddy. Uh, it's, it's an umbrella. Some type of umbrella. What kind of umbrella? Um... Um, like a penguin one. A penguin umbrella. When it rains, it pours. No, Morton salt. What? Yeah, I don't know. I guess because the the salt pours out of the thing. I don't know. All right, end of round three of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Dever Green? Tanner's got four and Blake's up with two. All right, four to two. We've got a high score and a fair here. It's uh, Millennial Match Game with Randy the Queen. You're listening to The Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Final segment of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Uh, Blake dropped up, so it's a one-man band. Tanner, you've automatically won this one, but let's finish this puppy up with uh, Randy from the Digital Desk. Uh, Commercial taglines. Will Randy know what product has the commercial tagline of just do it? Just do it. Uh, uh, He... I would, I would, I might leave with Blake if she didn't know it. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. You know, just do it, Randy. What, what uh, product's that for? Nike, baby. Just do, just do it. That's right. Interest. Who's saying just do it right there? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, Tanner, this tagline is: Let your fingers do the walking. Let your fingers do the walking. Well, millennial Randy, you know what tagline that's from? Uh, thing is, I don't know. And like you said, the millennial theory. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'd be surprised if you got this one, Randy. Let your fingers do the walking. The reason why I know this markster is because I worked for this company before coming to WSB. So the yellow pages. Let your fingers do the walking. That's still a thing? No, they're no longer around. Uh, I don't think Tanner's (laughs) even seen a yellow page. Yeah, uh, Randy crushed it. All right, so uh, Tanner wins by default. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't have prizes yet, right, Deborah? But coming soon. 
coming soon. So, Tanner, you did a great job, buddy. Thanks for listening. Always love when the millennials listen. Randy, the queen of millennial match game, please stop going out to all these hookah bars. Mark, I don't go out like that. I wear my mask. Thank you, and good day. Bye, guys. <laughs> she says, thank you, and good day. Hey, plug your uh, podcast there, buddy. Guys, make sure you follow my podcast, Black Educated and Broke, as well as the Power Pod. All right, Randy, good to, good to hear your voice again. We'll see you soon, buddy. Bye, y'all. All right, when we come back, we'll get the very latest on that Secret Service incident outside of the uh, White House. And uh, what's going to happen with college football in the fall? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey there, this is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. Crazy situation there outside of the White House. Got the very latest from CBS Radio News. We'll follow the situation of the uh, shooter outside of the White House. Everyone's okay. The president's okay. The Secret Service uh, whisked him off the uh, stage for the coronavirus task briefing, then brought it back on a couple minutes later. Uh, The very latest throughout the overnight and tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Uh, Chuck from Montana. You're not a Southern. You're not born Southern bred. No, uh, you've adapted well to the culture, though. That's you're, right. you're fitting in. What's the number one religion in the South? I would assume Christianity. Yeah. Longoria, what do you think? Number one religion in the South. Yeah, Christianity. Yeah, Deborah. Football. Thank you. College football. <laughs> College football is the correct answer. Clowns. Not just football. College football is the number one religion in the South. I don't care if you are Catholic, Protestant, uh, Jewish, Hindu, Buddhist, Jews nugget. Yosemites. If you're a Yosemite, if you are uh, Amish, it, this is this is college football town. So much so, when I moved here in 96, Chuck, the, uh, the Braves and the Yankees were playing in the World Series. The Braves and the Yankees were playing in the World Series. And the local sports talk station at the time was 680 The Fan, owned by Cox Media Group. Cox Radio, whatever. I had not yet started working here. I'm a big sports talk radio guy. I know you are. And... The Braves and the Yankees are in the World Series. They're playing that night at Fulton County Stadium. And the guy on the air, who's Chris Domino, he is still around. He's at 680 The Fan now, is doing the show. I called up as a listener, and I'm like, you've taken an hour and a half straight of football, college football calls. The Braves are playing the Yankees in the World Series tonight. Why are you talking about college football? And he goes, uh, are you new here? I'm like, yeah, I've been here about a month. He goes, oh, okay, let me explain it to you. <laughs> the Braves were in the World Series, and they did 90 straight minutes of college football. So college football is the number one religion in the South, certainly in the state of Georgia. That is now in flux because of the COVID-19 The very latest from uh, Tom Hansen in New York. Several student-athletes have pushed back on Twitter with the hashtag WeWantToPlay. Even President Trump used the hashtag, tweeting the student-athletes have been working too hard for their season to be canceled. But with COVID-19 cases passing 5 million in the United States, at this point, a fall season might be a Hail Mary. Like, that has really hit home for a lot of folks, right? I mean, and Governor Kemp warned us. Uh, a couple months ago, he's like, listen, if you want college football in the fall, you got to start wearing a mask, people. You got to start washing your hands, social distancing. It's in flux. And the way the winds are blowing now, it looks like every conference outside of the SEC is either going to cancel or postpone the season. I would be okay with a postponement. You know what? You want to see how this thing plays out? We'll move the, the football season to the spring instead of the fall. 
I would prefer that than a total cancellation. It seems to me the SEC is because they know that college football is the number one religion in the South, that they're going to try everything they can to to make it happen. It's a, it's a difficult situation. I, I love college football as much as the next guy. Certainly not as much as most of the, the born and bred Southerners. I was a late adaptee to college football. Growing up in the Northeast, I really, really didn't care. My first college football game was when I was 23, and I went to a Georgia-Missouri game in Sanford Stadium. So I was a, I'm was a late, I wasn't born and bred. It's not pulsing through my veins. You didn't have any alumni at other schools that you went and did game day with or anything? Nope. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Nope, never went to a college. I, I mean, I would bet on it when I was in college. I would bet on college football, but I was never a huge college football fan. And I certainly didn't grow up with like like you folks down here did. So I, I, I want to open the phones and ask your your thoughts on what should happen to the college football season and uh, during the during the pandemic, it's it's a tough call for the educators, for the athletic departments, for the athletes, and for the fans. So that's how we're going to start off the main portion of the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Wither the college football season. Cancel, suspend, or... Keep on trucking. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, in one hour, Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a brand new Fast Food Review. Deborah Green's got a great food story as well, Longoria. The most popular restaurants during COVID. The list might surprise you there, Longoria. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back to the show. Uh, very worried about the college football season coming up. Reminds me of that uh, episode of The Office where uh, Michael Scott says, you keep it up, Christmas will be canceled too. And Stan's like, you can't cancel Christmas. That's what canceling the football season would be like here, college football in the South. Your thoughts on the possibility, what they should do. Should they punt it, no pun intended, and postpone it to the spring, play as scheduled, or totally cancel it. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Brett starts things off in Tequila. Brett, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm fine, Mark. How are you, sir? Excellent. What's going on? Well, um, here's my thing. First of all, I'm a transplant. I'm from uh, Charlotte, so I'm an ACC fan, um, which really makes me a Georgia Tech fan because they're in the ACC. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 of course, Charlotte is mostly you know North Carolina's basketball. You know, uh, Carolina, Duke, yeah, and, yeah, you know, absolutely. Wake so, but but my thinking is. And I and I do love college football, and I've adopted Georgia since I've been here for seven years. But um, I don't know. I just don't know how it's going to work, and I don't know if it'll really be. Here, here's my thing. I don't know if it will be real. Meaning what? Meaning, mean I don't know if it will be. You know what people want to see. Will it be a a something they put together that that they do the best they can through this pandemic? Or, you know, is it really going to be worth watching? That's what I'm worried about. I think just as a fan of the sport, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'll watch uh, uh, Yale versus Harvard. You know, I don't care. Put put something on the field. I think you're still going to get a good product if they if they get out there. Paul joins us in East Cobb. Paul, welcome to the show. Yeah, there's no way in the world they're going to be playing football. You don't think it's not going to happen? Man, there's nothing that's going to happen before 2021. What what about the idea of, of postponing it to the uh, to the spring? Do you think that's a, a serviceable option? After the election, 
gloves are off. We'll see what happens. So would Stuff you rather they, they are preactive, preemptive right now and just and punt it to the spring and, and then maybe we'll have a season in the spring instead of just canceling it? I, I suppose, but logistically, that's just a nightmare. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I mean, here's what I want to happen and what I think would happen. I want them to play football. I want to play football. Sure. Like, I'm selfish. I, I, I want to see it. But realistically, you know, with, with, you know, with people not being able to tell where politics start and, you know, good decisions end, there's no way in the world we're playing football. Well, it's but just, I understand it's it's been a, a very political pandemic. I don't know why it is, but it is. But I don't think politics are playing into the thoughts of the administrators and the commissioners like of the of the Big Ten. Right. They're not playing politics. They, if anything, they are. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm inside their head and I shouldn't be They're They're trying to prevent any liability, I would imagine. Right. That's the big thing is like they've got a CYA because, God forbid, someone gets COVID and dies they're in trouble. Yeah, it's different for like the pro athletes. They can opt out of things. In college, you're there and you have requirements to be able to yeah. play too. And I think I think uh, Nick Saban, and I'm going to paraphrase him, I think he said it the best. He's like, I think we could we can contain it if, as, as far as the football team is concerned. He goes, my big, again, this is a paraphrase, not word for word, but he's basically saying it's, it's going to classes and the school part of thing that raises the biggest COVID risk. My friend... As a son who's playing uh, big-time college football, I'm going to tell you what he told me about what the summer's been like for his son playing in a big Power 5 conference when we come back. And your thoughts. It doesn't look optimistic that we're going to get college football this fall. Should we punt to the spring, cancel it, or just keep on going and uh, have toe meat leather coming up this fall? Perfect time to remind you that uh, we are your home of the dogs. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.06, six minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here this week, Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Low-T Chuck screens them calls. Uh, We're going to get back to your calls regarding the upcoming college football season. It certainly appears to be in flux. It looks like the Pac-10 and the Big Ten are going to bow out, which leaves the ACC and the SEC to uh, make a decision what to do. Right now, I see it as three options. You cancel the season, which no one wants, right? I mean, no one wants that. You postpone the season, which I think might be the smartest thing to do right now. Spring football. Just move it to the move it to the spring. That would be unique. I w- at least we get football. It'd be delayed, but maybe they would be a little sweeter a little bit later on. Or uh, you just do what we're supposed to do and and start the normal season this fall. Your thoughts on that at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Real quick, I haven't really talked to you guys yet. Uh, you have a good weekend, Deborah. Everything, any highlights you want to share? Yeah, I did a, a virtual DJ set, basically. So, oh, yeah. in Europe? 
Yes. Oh, all, excellent. All gated reverb tracks. Not that that means anything to you, but I it was fun. I totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Longoria, any any highlights from the weekend, buddy? I uh, went to some class. We're planning out the room for the girls for the school year coming Monday. Excellent. So that's it. Do you get in the pool with the girls at the swim class? No. That I would love to see. No. Longoria? No, now, now, when they were babies. Shallow in. Yeah. When they were babies, yes, like baby babies, but now, no. You and the little floaties on your arm? No, we don't. No, you, you didn't do that? <laughs> you Double no, up the no. life vest? A yeah, noodle no. with a little swim noodle? A noodle. Uh, low T, any, any big highlights? Uh, I took the kids to the pool. Nice. That was about it. You didn't drop the kids off at the pool. No, 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 no. That's a whole different. No, no, uh, that's a whole different. Yeah, thing. yeah. And uh, all right, so the, even the little baby. Yeah, yeah. He Charles was good. Anthony Abernathy Haynes. What's <laughs> yes. his name? Yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Did you call him Hannity? Haynesbridge. Haynesbridge. <laughs> Haynesbridge. <laughs> uh, you can take him to the pool. Yeah, I don't see why not. All right. Well, I don't know. He's he's little. Okay, all but right. it was fine. He's fine. Um, I I need some breaking news, Longoria, for my weekend on Saturday. Where is heck? I did some day drinking, and I got lit the blank up. Nice. The COVID has totally killed my tolerance, because I'm not going out to eat anymore, and that's usually the only time when I have a drink. Yeah. I'll have a scotch before and, and uh, maybe an after-dinner drink. Man, I went to uh, uh, a friend's apartment in Midtown, and it was gorgeous, like skyline view, and he did like a whiskey tasting for me. Oh, nice. Bam. I like two drinks in. I was like, my face is numb. <laughs> it was when you start all those apple your lips. Yeah, no, it was like, I mean, just great like whiskeys. They were so. Oh, but I had not. I have zero tolerance right now. Back, I'm date, like, I'm, what's that? You'd be a cheap date. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was like I'm back when I'm 15 right now. That's how, <laughs> like two drinks in. I was like, a couple Whoa. of Zimas and you're good to go. Like, yeah, oh, <laughs> you know, I've never, I never had a Zima. What? Really? You no. did not miss out. No, no, yeah, no. You oh, didn't. but I did yeah. see them at Kroger the other day. I might have to try one just to say I've had one. Throw a Jolly Rancher in there. That's what I've yeah. heard. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here you go. That was my highlight about a weekend day drinking. I had fun though. It was good stuff. Uh, all right. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. What are we going to do about college football? Mako is in Alpharetta. Mako, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? I'm What's Mark up, brother? First welcome aboard, Sean my friend. Collar. Hey, um, this is what I think is going to happen. I think SEC is going to play this fall. And the reason why, I think it's all about the money. A lot of money because, at stake. You're exactly right. I mean, you, you're talking about teams and people that are going to be watching teams from all over the nation. Um, I mean, you're talking about the ratings that you've never seen before. And I guarantee you they're licking their chops to get those. I think you're right. I think that's why the SEC, because, listen, with all due respect to the Pac-10 and the Big Ten, whatever, the SEC runs college football, right? That They have the best teams. They have the best ratings. So I I would not be surprised if the SEC says, all right, you guys are all folding up. We're going to still do it because it's already a self-contained SEC schedule, right? So there's no out-of-conference game. So they could do it. And you're right. Imagine the eyeballs on a Saturday afternoon when there's no other college football. I mean, you'll be getting 30, 40 million viewers of a game. Even I would tune in as a Big Ten girl. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Exactly right. So I think you're right. If I had to make a prediction right now, I would say it might just be the SEC hanging out, putting their flag in the ground, saying, hey, we're playing no matter what. Yeah, and I mean, you're looking at Vanderbilt getting the best ratings ever we've gotten in their entire history. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 22 million people turned in to see Vandy in Tennessee. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Vegas would love it too. They want something. What's interesting, uh, I talked to my buddy yesterday, older gentleman. He's been a, a Bulldog season ticket holder probably 
I don't want to spoil it. Four decades. He's probably had him for four decades. Do the math in your head. That's how old this guy is. I was like, dude, what's, what's the deal with your tickets this year? He goes, I don't know. He goes, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. I don't know if they cancel, if I get my money. Like zero. So even if they do have the games, I don't. if SEC says, all right, we're going to do it, are they going to still have fans? At yeah, the, yeah. It might be like what we're seeing with baseball right now and, and basketball where it's, they have cardboard cutouts of did you see the cardboard cutout of uh, Bernie? Yeah, Weekend, Weekend at, at Bernie's, Bernie's guy. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty that was funny. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, Kylie is incoming. Kylie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are you doing? What's going on, Kylie? One more time. I said, what's going on, Kylie? Nothing. I'm just in the car right now. But I, I say go for it. Go ahead with the college football. But I think that the issue that a lot of colleges are going to run into is with their other college sports. Like, I play rugby for – I played for Kennesaw. Now I'm going to North Georgia. But our season has been canceled. But they haven't said anything about football. Yeah. And so all of the other club sports, they're getting canceled as well, even, like, baseball, and they're fine. Like, if football can play, then I think that the other club sports and sports in the college – Well, it's a tier well. – it's, it's totally tiered. and it, it has been that way for a long time. So – it, it, depending on the school, it's either football or basketball that's the main uh, yeah. revenue generator, right? So when I played college baseball, we had seven fans. I don't think we made four dollars <laughs> all season, right? There was no, there was no money in in college baseball, and there probably still isn't. Um, but yeah. it was a small school. The football team maybe made five hundred dollars on a Saturday. Um, so that there's no doubt that the schools that don't have the high rent high rent of revenue generating sports are going to bail. The question is like UGA, that's a big school. Football brings in a lot of money, but you know what? Basketball brings in money too. Uh, the baseball team probably is self-sufficient. The softball team is probably self-sufficient. The gymnastics team certainly makes money. It's going to come down to revenue. Like what can we do? But then you run into title nine issues, right? So I don't know if you know what title nine is Longoria. I do not. That was the, uh, the law that was passed that says, Basically, you have to have an equal number of male sports and female sports, mm. right? So it used to be there was there was twenty four men's teams and like two women's teams. Title IX says you need equal opportunity. So if if you're only playing college football and college basketball, it it might be uh, impacted by Title IX. Now I don't know if they're going to waive that because of the COVID situation, but it's certainly worth monitoring. Bob is up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Bob. Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? What's going on, brother? Well, uh, I was born into Alabama sports. Paul Bear Bryant show on Sunday afternoons on TV, and uh, I feel for Georgia fans. But, you know, I am so sick and tired of watching uh, Alabama win against Georgia and the reruns. And <laughs> So you want a year off. Last... <laughs> you want a year off from no. beating Georgia. <laughs> Uh, well, no, 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 I wouldn't say that. Uh, but watching even last year's game, I've resorted to watching LSU beating Clemson. Guys, we got to have football. Um, this is like not going to church for a lot of folks. Yeah, um, I, absolutely, hundred percent. Well, right, so if if it comes to down to no season or postpone the season to the spring, which do you, which of those options do you choose? Well, we uh, we we had something circulating in Alabama. I'm not gonna spread rumors, but uh, 15% of our football uh, season ticket holder population is going to be able to attend games. Oh. So I don't make that kind of money, but I would much rather see a few fans there. But, you know, it's all about the 
sanitation and the hygiene. Uh, You see people that just don't, they don't even know what they're doing sometimes. And I would be worried if they handed out body condoms and gave us a little stall, you know, to (laughs) put that on and, uh, you know, be able to. What I think is interesting. So just to show you the importance, Bob, of college football. Mm Like there are, like we, we talked about this last week, like Harvard is doing the whole year virtually, right? And a lot of students are deferring, which I don't blame them for. Um, there, there could be uh, totally virtual learning, but still play sports, which is kind of weird that you're like, students are allowed in the classroom, but you know what? We need the football. So let's, let's huddle up and do this. Well, yeah, exactly. It's outside. Um, you know, um, Harvard could do their virtual football and nobody would care. Um, <laughs> I would watch it at this point, but, to be honest with you. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, let's let's do it on Xbox or something <laughs> like that if uh, we could get away with that. But, yeah, it, it, you know, I, I would I would just give anything at the SEC, like you said, planted the flag and said, you know what, we're going to do this. Um, Saban's a pretty rigorous guy. We've got a guy over here at Georgia that, uh, you know, learned underneath him. And I, I think we could handle this. Chop that wood. Yeah, virtual. if I was a betting man, I think SEC plays 100%. Did I tell you about this? Maybe I heard it over I the weekend. No, I heard it over the weekend. So we talked about the virtual schooling, right? And uh, 20% of college kids are deferring. So I was listening to, I don't know if it was Fox News or CNN. Um, so an entrepreneur is starting this thing. It's basically like fake dorms, Okay. And he's doing it's weird how he's doing it. He's doing a location in Arkansas and one in Hawaii. And basically, college students can pay, I think it was twelve thousand dollars a year and go and live in he's he's rented out these hotels, like these residence inns or whatever, in Arkansas and Hawaii. And it's it's all gonna be filled with college kids from different colleges. So uh Texas Longhorn or Harvard or UCLA, they'll all be in this hotel, like kind of like a dorm. With that, so they have that shared college experience. So the kids will take their classes online, but they'll have like a cafeteria and a study hall. And so, even though you are not at the campus that you're assigned to, you're basically living in a dorm with other students. And I think it's a great idea. I don't think it's going to work. So they came up with the twelve. I think it was either twelve or fourteen thousand dollars a year. That's basically what room and board costs at the average college. Um, I just don't know. Why those two locations? Like, who's going to say, I'd rather go to Arkansas than Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but I thought it was an interesting idea that uh, that an entrepreneur was like, well, there's a, there's a, there are definitely kids that want to have the college experience and not just do everything online. So you'd have a dorm room, like a, a be like a hotel suite. Like, you'd have been a resident saying, I have, yeah. Like a little kitchenette and a, and a living room or whatever. And he's twelve, twelve or $14,000 a year. What do you think? I mean, I only lived in a dorm for one semester. I couldn't yeah. get out of there fast enough. You didn't like dorm life? No. I enjoyed no. it. I certainly enjoyed it. But I don't think it'll stop the spread of anything. Like, these no. are college kids. You're still going to yeah. party. No, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> but that that's the thing. It gives the kids the opportunity to go and have a little bit more of a college experience instead of being at home on their parents' desktop taking classes. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. It has nothing to do with college football. That's what we're talking about. College football in the fall. Is it going to happen? Are we going to postpone to September? Or is it going to be canceled? What should we do? And your predictions, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725, 76 degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh, 
five and a half on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter today. Wasn't that bad? The rain cooled things down. What are we going to do about college football? 404-872-0750. Bob joins us on the program. Thanks for hanging on, Bob. What's up, buddy? Hey, numb face. What's up? Numb face? Oh, from Isn't drinking. That what you said <laughs> yeah. happened to you this week? Yeah, that's right. I was like, were you there, Bob? Was I that drunk that I didn't even know you were there? <laughs> I don't think so. I was doing a garage sale. Ooh, I'm jealous. I like garage sales. Uh, well, I, well, you will be jealous because I'm moving to the lake. Oh, lake good for you, buddy. Here. Congratulations, my friend. Good job. Just in time to watch college football. What do you think? Are we going to have it? I unfortunately don't think so. Uh, college football brought me to Atlanta in 1976. Because in 72, I was on my way to the Sugar Bowl mm-hmm. before before the Superdome. was uh, stayed in Indian Hill. We brought three Winnebago's out of Penn State. Stayed in Indian Hills. Never saw Cedar Contemporary Homes on a golf course. Went to Underground Atlanta. The night before the Peach Bowl, it was nuts. I bet. What, what year was this? What year was this, Bob? That was in 1972. Wow, that was before I was born. Real quick, do you think we're going to have a season or no? I think not. Yeah. But they have to do it in the spring because football and basketball um, generate all the money yeah. for all the athletic departments. That's true. So I think, I mean, instead of losing the revenue, postpone the revenue. Speaking of revenue, do you see the Braves' revenue? Down 95% oh, year over year. 95%. That is, that's bad. How about this for, you know, the NBA is doing the bubble now. And aside from that one dude going to the strip club for wings, it's been working pretty well. Yeah. Isn't, like, Canada virtually COVID-free right now? Or New Zealand? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Let's just do send all the athletes to New Zealand and we'll do all the sports in New Zealand. Yeah. I'm sure they'll welcome us. Yeah. Well, we'll pay them. I mean, obviously, right? It'd be great tourism for New Zealand. Instead of just Lord of the Rings trails, we can actually have, <laughs> you know, let's just ship all the college football player, football players to New Zealand. And do all well, that'll be the bubble. New Zealand will be the bubble. Coming back, more of your calls on the prospect of not having college football. This uh, year, and Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review next on The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 736-24 in front of 8 Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Don't forget, you can listen at home via the WSB radio app, Google Home, or Amazon Alexa. Just say play 95.5 WSB. Johnny Kilbasa coming up shortly with a Fast Food Review but we're talking about the main religion in the South, that is college football. Good guess, Longoria and Loti, but uh, Deborah Green got it right. College football is the true religion of the South, and it is in flux. The college football season is in flux. Uh, I think there are three possible scenarios right now. I guess four. Uh, number one is cancel the season. Number two, postpone it to the spring. Number three, just go ahead as scheduled. And I guess the fourth one would be everyone else cancels but the SEC, which which I think if if I were a betting man, I would bet the SEC makes it possible somehow, some way 
that they do college football this season. Your thoughts and what should happen and predictions what might happen. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Jason joins us on the program. How you doing, Jason? Hey, good. Thank you for taking my call, Mark. My pleasure, brother. Um, I just wanted to clarify one thing that you had, you had said earlier. I believe that the uh, Title IX isn't, uh, doesn't say that they have to offer the same number of sports, but that they need to have like the same number of athletes for the percentage of the student population. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so the only reason I said that is because at- we uh, – so when I played uh, football, when we went to Division One, I, I mean baseball, when I played baseball in college, we went to Division One. And that so that enforced Title IX, which means we had to add another female sport. So I just thought it was the number of sports, but it might have been the percentage of of athletes to the population. Like I went, uh, I ran college track, and I know my school had at least at least three more girls sports mm-hmm. than it did oh, boys sports. And like UGA. UGA has eight men's sports and 11 women's sports. So it's the number of athletes. Ours as... was the same way. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. it was the number For of the participants. percentage of the population, Okay. blah, blah, blah. Well, that's good info. Know. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Hey, yeah, no worries. Thank you very much for taking my call. I uh, love listening to your show. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Teasley's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Teasley. Hey, good. We should check my call, man. My pleasure, uh, buddy. What's going on? Yeah. A friend who plays for or played for the Gamecocks and he transferred to uh be playing for Georgia State University uh this year. He was injured uh his sophomore year, uh recuperated and um well junior, injured his junior year, recuperated and come back in his senior year. I was, you may have already covered this, but what what happens to the NFL hopefuls and if scouts out there, what have they got to go off? If the season is canceled, I know we saw that we saw that same thing with the uh, with the Major League Baseball draft. So like the college basketball, baseball, and the high school baseball season were were cut short because of the COVID. So they had to draft. So what what baseball did was usually they have like twenty five rounds, thirty rounds. This year they only did five rounds, and then players were able to sign as free agents, which makes it difficult to scout because you don't have the opportunity to scout as long as you did. So that's going to be. Uh, an interesting thing. Real quick, before we get to Johnny Kilbasa, I said before the uh, show, one of my best friends, son has plays college football at a big five-power conference, and I called him, eh, it was probably two weeks ago, just to ask him what's going on. And th- he's been at, at school since July, basically in a uh, college football bubble. So they have a dorm just for college f- football players for the team, and basically they are in their room except for practice, workouts, and meals. But the meals isn't aren't in the cafeteria. They've got like a tent, a food tent set up outside. They walk out to the dorm, grab their food, and then go back and eat it inside their dorm room, so limiting the exposure. So they're on basically complete lockdown. And my buddy was like, uh, he it's driving him crazy. Like there's no, you know, 18, 19 year old kids, they want to go out in there to do stuff. To me, that sounds like heaven. Like you're just you're just in watching TV, playing Xbox, and and someone's got your food for you. You just go downstairs and pick up your food. But as a as a teenager, that I mean, it's difficult. It sounds like a little bit like jail. Yeah, but I mean, you got Xbox and TV, right? No, you got that in jail, don't you? I don't know. You have TV in jail. Yeah, Do you? you? I never want to find out. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. 
Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on that greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aaron, reporting live from the fast food bubble somewhere in the metro Atlanta <laughs> area. <laughs> I love it when you talk about the fact that you were a Division One athlete. That just Dude, I don't, I don't really like to mention it on the air, but when it when it's apropos <laughs> in a uh, in a setting like this, when we're covering the story, I guess I got to bring it up just to give that perspective. I, I hate mentioning on the air. It's just you know, it's beneath right. me. Right. And just so you know, everybody, there's no Division Zero. Division One is, a, <laughs> is as big as it gets. There's no Division Zero yet. That, that, yet, Johnny, there might be one yet. Uh, what's on the menu tonight, big fella? Tonight. Oh, breaking, breaking news, Longo. Where is Hector? Let's go forward in time by going back in time, Mark. Steak and Shake is doing just about anything they can to get you to go to their place. I mean, they're giving away. They're still giving away small fries with no purchase necessary if you go through their drive-thru. And now they're adding drive-in. So they're setting up special spots in their parking lots where you can go into the parking lot, pull out your Steak and Shake steak and shake app, order through the app, and they'll bring it out just like they used to do back in the day. They're not doing it on roller skates yet, unfortunately, but you call, you eat, you hang out. In, in the car, in the parking lot, you don't have to walk in. You don't even have to go through the drive-thru anymore. They're also putting up picnic tables if you want to hang out. So they, they pretty much want people to come back and hang out outside of the Steak and Shake. And, and just to sweeten the deal. By the way, they've got all kinds of great burgers at Steak and Shake. If you haven't been there in a while, I mean, they've got at least 15 good burgers. They're bringing back a favorite, the Cajun Steak Burger. I'm, I'm sorry, they call them steak burgers, not hamburgers or cheeseburgers. So the Cajun Steak Burger is back on the menu. American Cheese. Cajun sauce, toasted bun, Cajun seasoning, all kinds of stuff. Cayenne pepper up your nose and out your mouth, or vice versa. <laughs> there, Mark. I'm I'm part of the problem. I have been to Steak and Shake in a while, and that's a really good establishment. I should, they should get a a portion of my fast food budget every every month, but they don't, unfortunately. Like today, I I could have gone to Steak and Shake. Uh, I was on the one on West Paces Ferry, but I chose not to. Uh, that's that's on me. I'm going to take personal blame for that. I should be enjoying those free fi- fries. I should be getting those flattened burgers. I should be getting those great milkshakes. i got to step up my game, Johnny K. Yeah, and now you can have date night right there in the parking lot. Yeah. Well, how much better could it get? Well, that's what Maya and I did. We went to Culver's, Deborah, because they're, they're, the last time we were there, there was still no in-room in, in room dining. And so they had the picnic tables out front, and uh, we had a nice little picnic of delicious Culver's-ness. <laughs> it, was, it was romantic, Johnny. Yeah, it sounds it sounds romantic. I yeah. mean, she knows she's with a Division One guy. <laughs> Do we know, by the way, if if uh, what restaurants have their dining rooms open now? Fast food. Maybe that's a homework assignment, Johnny. Give us a list of where you can eat in and where you can't. All right, let me uh, get my pencil out here and I'll write it down. I have something for you on Wednesday, Big Daddy. All right, Johnny K. We appreciate you as always, and. It's the cholesterol's high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter. Johnny Kielbasa rocks on Instagram. And listen to the Salsa Talk podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. All right. From Johnny K to his long-lost nephew, Russ in Gainesville. Russ. Come here a minute. I want to talk. Russ, welcome to the show, partner. How are you, buddy? Hey, hey. I wanted to play college football with Johnny Kielbasa. Johnny uh, Johnny did play college football. He doesn't like to bring it up. I don't want. And if I tell you the college, then you can find out who he is, and he wants to keep his anonymity. But 
Johnny K was a uh, college football running back. Quite a quite well, a little bowling ball he was back in the day. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. Hey, let me say something. Steak and Shake breakfast killer. Really? Killer. Yeah. All right. I used to go there every morning. They've got like a steak biscuit for a dollar, hash browns for a dollar, coffee for a dollar. You eat breakfast there for three or four bucks. And it's really good. <laughs> Russ, is, Russ is part Johnny Kilbasa, part Clark Howard. He's going to save you money. <laughs> what, what about the ladies at the uh, at the Steak and Shake? Anything to write home about? No, I'll tell you what happened to me last night because I'm mad about it. I, I did something so stupid last night. Okay. I was taking Corrali home. On the way back, there's this hot blonde walking down the road out in the middle of nowhere. I went by her, and I said, pick the girl up, pick the girl up, but I didn't do it. Well, I went about a mile down the road, and I walked it up, and I did a U-turn, and I went back. Is Corrali still in the car with you? No, no. Kieran's in the car now. Corrali, I dropped off. Okay, gotcha. So anyway, there's a cop with blue lights on. Police officer. Talking to this girl, and I went, what? And so I said, well, I pulled past him. I said, when he lets her go, I'll pick her up. <laughs> well, he left, and I went down there, and she was gone. Oh, he picked God, her up. He took her to jail. Or or, he, or or you've got competition. She's either in jail or there's a, a rust that's a police officer. Well, I called them. I called them, and they said, she's not here. So the cop himself called me back and said, what do you need? I said, what would you do with that blonde? He goes, well... I gave her a ride, and I said, well, why'd you take her the opposite way she was walking? He goes, well, she didn't have anywhere to go. She didn't have anywhere to live, so I took her to her shelter. I went, no, because I want her, you know. And he said, anything else I can do for you? I said, no, you already messed my world up. That's enough. You didn't go to the shelter, Russ? I mean, I can't go to the Dallas. They wouldn't let me in there. Yeah, you may be right. Well, you sent Karen in. Well, uh, Karen's right here, but she doesn't care, you know. No, I'm saying you send Karen into the shelter and she get the hot blonde. Oh, oh, you know, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. not a bad idea. She can see a little bit. I don't bit. know her yeah, name. Bro. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can't send in your girlfriend looking for a hot blonde without a name. You need the name. All right, so yeah, not the not how we wanted that story to end up, Russ, but I love the uh, the enthusiasm where he calls the police station. She must have been really attractive as you were driving by. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you know, I went back to get her, and I, I was scared that she got, you know, if she got locked up, then it was my fault because I hesitated. Yeah, you, that yeah, never. Hesi- that is true. It is your fault. When it comes to the heart, Russ, you never ever hesitate, my friend. Hey, lady. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. All right, real quick, uh, Russ, what do you think? College football in the fall or no? Well, I don't know because I went to Georgia State, and when I went to, we have the Panthers now. But when I went to Georgia State, we didn't have a football team, so I really don't care about college football. Understood. Russ Russ knows his role. He knows his lane. College football's not it. Russ, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Thanks, Mark. All right, we're going to come back, finish up college football uh, calls. And the most pop- Deborah Green's going to give us the list of the most popular restaurants during the COVID. Interesting list, Longoria. We'll come right back, finish up. It's the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. You gained weight during the COVID? I know I did. I'm trying to lose it in time for the wedding. But uh, the restaurants that have been booming during the COVID, Deborah Green, 
Who's been profiting on our bellies? Yeah, so these are the ones that have opened up their dining rooms since everything happened. So people are going back to these places because they can actually sit inside and eat yeah. again. So um, the number one overall seems to be Texas Roadhouse across the nation. All right. Followed- I'm a fan. You've been to Texas Roadhouse? Oh, yeah. It's just like Texas, right? Yeah, it is. Just, <laughs> it's just like just Texas. Just like Texas. Like yeah. walking back in. I yeah. like Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, and that's followed up by Olive Garden. So overall in the United States, those are the two places that people want to go most since their dining rooms. I get is that $500 oh, gift card. Oh, you beat me. No, I couldn't get my Longoria, mic Gloria, you son of a gun. <laughs> the never-ending pasta pass. Yeah, that's probably why. It, yeah. Well, I think because pasta is such a comfort food. <laughs> Absolutely. And you want it. You want sticks. Yeah. All the so salad and That makes sense to me. That makes sense. All you can eat. Now, the top five for Georgia specifically yes. are IHOP. Okay. Pancakes, uh, comfort food. I get it. Cracker Barrel. Yes, comfort food for sure. Waho. Comfort food. Yeah, uh-huh. this is all comfort food right here. Yeah, well, then it goes to Chili's. Okay. And then Texas Roadhouse. No, 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 for us, Georgia, I'm sorry, Longhorn. All right. Yeah, those are the top five for Georgia. A, a classier Texas Roadhouse, I think. Classy, yes. <laughs> yes. Is that more authentic? Your pinky up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I think one of those establishments is in Montana. No, Montana. I you, well, you mentioned Montana. you don't even have restaurants. You, you can grow it's up. It's gonna you be had, like you to make your own salad in the backyard. I got Montana. Like Janice here. and Bill. Yeah, what about Montana Mike? Montana has got Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what about Montana Mike's? Is there? Is it in Montana? What the hell is that? I don't even know it's what a, that is. It's a like a steakhouse. Number four is Perkins, which I love. Number three is Robin uh, Red Robin, two oh, Olive Red Garden, Robin. and okay. then uh, Applebee's is number one for Montana. Montana yeah, Applebee's. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Chuck I mean, Lo- that list makes sense for me. Chuck <laughs> loves them riblets. Joe's in Atlanta. Joe, real quick, what do you have, buddy? Yeah, I would say that they should look at everything the NBA has done, call it, uh, the SEC, and do the opposite. Really? The NBA's been working out pretty well in that bubble. No, it hasn't. Their ratings are terrible. That's ridiculous, Mark. Their ratings are not terrible. But now you had not paying attention. I just read the whole thing. Yeah, you read that uh, Tucker Carlson crushed the NBA in ratings, right? That's what no. you read? Is that yeah, what you read? The ratings are down about 25%. No. See, see, all right. Tucker, there was a big thing that went online. that Tucker Carlson smashes the NBA. He had more total viewers, for sure. But the average age of Tucker Carlson's viewers was 75 years old, which... I have no problem with that. If you're 75, I want you to listen to my show. Advertisers aren't paying for 75-year-olds. No, they're not. The, the, uh, the demo that is most desired is 18 to 49, and the NBA beat Tucker Carlson like 90 to 3 in that demo. So the NBA, I'm talking COVID-wise, they're doing it fine. Like there's, Except for the guy that went to the strip club to get the wings, they've been fine in that bubble. Major League Baseball is not in the bubble, and they've been getting COVID cases out the wazoo. Wazoo, Montana. Is there a place called Wazoo, Montana? There's a Wazoo and somewhere. And now, are you guys ready for the Washington? Mark Aram star yeah. of the show? Uh, star of the show. I kind of want to give it to Russ. Russ, I've sure. never I've never tried that hard to get tracked down a woman's number. He called the police station. No? Longoria, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no. I mean he put some work into he it. He did put some work into and it. He wasted an officer's time. He did waste an officer's <laughs> time. How many crimes were committed while yeah. Russ had the guy on the phone? Where'd you take that blonde? Uh, what do we got coming up tomorrow? Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Uh, Chipper Jones going to join us on Friday. So look, something to look forward to. Hall of Famer Chipper Jones going to join us on the Mark Arab Show. We shall continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arab. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. Don't you weep, pretty baby. You 
Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.